Hi, this is Daniel Sandoval from the Sandoval Bench Podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, news, stats, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from basketball to football to soccer and esports. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your phone to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. That's betonline.net. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode. You're listening to the Sandoval Bench Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Sandoval. Uh, For this week, we're going to preview the NFL playoffs. Uh, We had week 18 just finish up, uh, discuss Aaron Rodgers, and today is uh, Black Monday, so a lot of coaches getting fired today. Uh, Lovey Smith of the Houston Texans was fired yesterday. Uh, I want to discuss the Detroit Lions and their, their great ending uh, to their season, finished above 500, even though they didn't make the playoffs. Um, it was a great season for them. And then I wanted to talk about the playoff matches. All of them are rematches. Um, and then I went to the movies recently, saw Megan, so I wanted to talk about that. Uh, but first, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they were 8-8, eight and eight, and so were the Detroit Lions. The Packers just needed to win the game, and they would be in the playoffs. Uh, before the game started... The Seahawks won their matchup, which meant that they were in, and or no, they needed the the Packers to lose to clinch, right? And uh, for Detroit, you know, they planned on playing all their starters because you know before the game started, the scenario was supposed to be, oh, if you win, you're in. Um, but then they realized after that, you know, then they don't have to play anybody that you know since they're already out. Um, but Dan Campbell, the way he coaches this team, you know, they didn't want to, even though they weren't going to the playoffs, they didn't want Green Bay to go to the playoffs either. And in a must-win situation for Green Bay Packers uh, and Aaron Rodgers, they lost that game. Detroit went to Lambeau Field and ended their playoff hopes there, which was just a, a great win for the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions have been a, a laughing stock uh, for the, in the of the NFL for a long time. Uh, Dan Campbell is kind of a joke of a hired seemed like, but, um, the players love him. They play for him. Um, you know, that's a tough team. They have a lot of weapons offensively. Jared Goff, you know, that was, you know, he was kind of, a uh, uh, the reason why the Rams didn't win a championship and then they traded him to Detroit and, uh, got Matthew Stafford won Super Bowl. But now Matthew Stafford's injured. Uh, Jared Goff is playing really well. Uh, he had a great season, actually, and I think he finally put it together with Detroit. Before, like early on, it wasn't looking good. They look like they might draft a quarterback, but now, um, after the the recent emergence from Jared Goff, uh, kind of he has control of that offense. I don't think Detroit's planning on uh, picking a quarterback. I think they have the fifth overall pick right now. Um, they don't seem like they're interested in picking a quarterback. I think Jared Goff might be, because they have him under contract through uh, the 2024 season, I believe. So either they pick someone 
uh, for the future. But, I mean, Jared Goff isn't old either, though. So you either have to make a decision whether, hey, let's pick someone for the future and rebuild um, behind him, you know, to kind of learn behind Goff. And then within, you know, two, three years, then we decide if we want to keep Goff past 2024. Or do you pick another weapon, another high-valued weapon with the top five pick and um, – and you know, build around Jared Goff. I mean, the team is playing really well. They they finished above five hundred, um, you know, nine and eight for the first time since when did they last make the playoffs? Was that twenty thirteen or something like that? When they were ten and six, I think they lost to the Saints that year. Um, but yeah, I don't know. They have they have some options there. They have two top fifteen picks, I believe. Um, Amon Ron St. Brown had that catch where it looked like it was not uh oh so they have the top six pick and then they have the number six and number 18 so they have they have two first round picks um anyway amon ron st brown caught it it hit his legs and he rolled and it was like caught in his butt and the beside behind his legs and that play was able to help them uh score and um you know they eventually won the game but uh, great game from the Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell. The only issue with Dan Campbell, sometimes he makes bad, um, like late, uh, late game decisions. But I mean, I would rather see them in the playoffs in Seattle. But as a as a um, a 49ers believer this season, having them win the Super Bowl, I do not want the the Detroit Lions to play the San Francisco 49ers. So I'm I'm fine with them not being in it this year, so that the 49ers can play the Seahawks, which we'll get into here shortly. Um, but yeah, um, impressive job by Dan Campbell. I think he could, he could potentially win coach of the year, um, this year. And then as for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he has a decision to make. Um, I'm not sure he's going to retire. You know, he still played well enough. Um, you know, he still has the talent and stuff, but you know, he's making some suggestions. Oh, I got to think about this and all that. And, you know, he is guaranteed uh, he has a guaranteed contract for next year, but I think he's going to take some time away. Um, obviously, because that, that's what he said uh, to make a decision. I don't think he's going to retire. You know, he's was he going to be 39, 38-39. Like he's up there, but I feel like he might still play. You know, but um, the way that he walked off the field, he was hu- hugging Randall Cobb. It seemed like he was going to retire. Then uh, a Detroit player. Asked him for a jersey swap. He declined it. He told them, oh, I think I might need to keep this one. So that indicates that, hey, this might be my last jersey with Green Bay. Um, so it, he might retire. I don't know. I have no idea what he's going to do. Um, or he could play for another team. The Raiders were interested last year. They might be interested again. The Jets want some a quarterback. You know, there's a lot of teams that might be – they're just a quarterback away to – uh, for some playoff contention, maybe the Commanders, but I don't know if anyone wants to play for the Commanders. Um, but yeah, we'll 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 find out probably by March. Uh, today's Black Monday, uh, the day where coaches many lose their jobs. Uh, let me check for any any new updates. I don't think there's any new ones yet. No, uh, but Nathaniel Hackett of the Denver Broncos was already fired. Lovey Smith was fired yesterday from the Houston Texans, which bothered me. The Texans had no talent around them or anything for him to coach, and um, they won three games. He was only there for one season, but I feel like they hired him just to satisfy the Rooney rule because um, you can't have 
They had back-to-back head coaches that were only there for one year. So you're just having a carousel of coaches. Now who are you going to hire? Are you going to have him there for just one year, or are you going to be able to trust him to implement his his staff and his strategies offensively and defensively to actually make changes? And he knew he was going to get fired before the, the, the final game. And um, he was trying to tell him, hey, you know, he was pleading for his case, right? But he knew he was done either way. So what Lovey Smith does in the final game, it's fourth and 20 towards the end of the game. You'd think they would just punt it. He decides to go for it. They have a crazy play. They go for it on two point for a two-point conversion. They get it. They win the game. Them winning the game causes the, his former team, the Chicago Bears, to secure the number one spot in the 2023 NFL Draft. So he, he did... He did the the Chicago Bears a solid, stuck it to his now former employer, the Houston Texans, said, oh, you're going to fire me? I coach to win, and that's what we do. We're just going to keep trying to win, even though it's the last game and we might get the one the number one pick. We just we just play to win, and that's what they did. They won, went for it on 4th and 20, got the two-point conversion, and uh, secured the second spot, gave the first overall draft pick to the Chicago Bears for the first time since like 73 or something like that but uh yeah I um Lovey Smith's a good coach you should get another opportunity I don't know what the Houston Texans are doing um but yeah I, we expect some other coaches maybe Ron Rivera from the Washington Commanders is he, he might be done I don't think he should be done because he it's he's just a quarterback away just a quarterback away and he's a he's a really good coach too um but yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, we might this podcast might be over before we get any other updates, so um, we'll follow up on that next week. Um, so we have the playoffs; these are set. The matchups are set. Um, every single one of these wild card matchups are um, they're all rematches. So we have Miami Buffalo; they split the series one and one. San Francisco Seattle; San Francisco won. Uh, both of those games, you have the Chargers and Jaguars. The Jags won the first matchup, thirty-eight to ten. Baltimore and Cincinnati split, and they just played this past weekend or played yesterday. Uh, Dallas and Tampa Bay. This was a Week One game, and Tampa won nineteen to three. Minnesota and New York. They won. Let's see. Uh, Minnesota won twenty-seven to twenty-four. Um, so you know. Wild card weekend, they have the extra spot. Everything is, everything is up for, you know, uh, better games this time because most of these, most of these teams have played each other, like early on, or you know, a lot of divisional matchups like Buffalo, Miami, uh, San Francisco, Seattle, Baltimore, Cincinnati. Um, so they're very familiar with each other already. So I think. You know, and it's hard, especially for San Francisco, Seattle. It's hard to try to beat someone three times in one season, especially in the NFL. So, um, I think these divisional rematches are going to be great because um, you know they already know each other really well. So that that competitive nature is going to be great, and um, how you draw up a game plan against these teams that already know all your moves um, that's going to be interesting. But uh, let's preview the first game. The first game is between the 49ers and the Seahawks. <clears throat> My problem with this game is that um, 
I work on Saturdays and I won't be able to watch this game. I'm going to have to bring my laptop to work and, and hook it up in there and just have the game running while I'm at work because it's a, it's a 1.30 game. I get out at 6 on Saturdays, um, so that sucks. But what's also worse is like the 49ers are a, are a number two seed. How, how are you going to have the second seed on a short week? That just doesn't seem right. Like, what's the point of being a second seed? I know only the first seed gets by this year, but I feel like the second seed should either play um, Sunday, Sunday night. Both second seeds that are playing, this is how it should be. Both second seeds that are playing should be playing Sunday night at 5.15 or Monday night. Why is it that the Buccaneers and the Cowboys, who are, I mean, the Buccaneers were under 500 and the Cowboys are, what, a five seed or a four seed? They are, why, why do they play on Monday night? And then you have the Bengals and the Ravens. Like, I like the Bengals. I think they're a great team because, you know, they record-wise, like, they can be one of the teams that won the Super Bowl, but they're a third seed. And the Ravens, the Ravens have already been struggling, but how come they get Sunday night football, but the 49ers, who are a second seed, Winners of 10 straight, hottest team in football, they get they get a short week and they're playing the first game on their Saturday afternoon game. But the Bengals and the Ravens, they get Sunday night, but 49ers have a better record than them. Cowboys and Buccaneers. I just don't understand that. So 49ers should have gotten the Sunday night game or Monday night game. And then the the Bills, Bills and Dolphins should have also been either Monday night or Sunday night because Bills have the second seed in the um, in the AFC. Anyway, so we'll preview uh, 49ers and Seahawks. 49ers won both games. Uh, Brock Purdy has looked amazing. Um, he kind of struggled early on against Arizona, but they pulled away and defense really showed up there. They, I think they won was 38 uh, to 13. Uh, 49ers are favored by 10 in this game against the Seahawks. Um, I, that's a lot. That seems like a lot. I think the line should be, the line should be seven or, or like five. I don't know. Not 10, 10 seems like a lot, especially for a team that, um, they played each other three times a game. There was one game that was closer than the score now, but 49ers also had a different quarterback. Um, Geno Smith became the all time passing leader in the single season. For Seattle, um, I do expect San Francisco to win. They have everyone healthy. Elijah Mitchell came back this past game, scored two touchdowns. Uh, Debo Samuel is back. George Kittle is looking really good. Brandon Ayuk over a thousand yards. That defense is still stellar. Um, so yeah, I don't see any problems that the 49ers will run into with Seattle. Uh, next game is going to be Chargers at Jacksonville. Jacksonville gets to host a game because they won the division. Chargers are favored by one, which seems seems weird. This, I feel like it should be at least three, um, mainly because Jacksonville they handed the Chargers their worst loss of the season, thirty-eight to ten. That was early on. That was a few weeks ago, but um, I think they're playing a lot better now. Um, Justin Herbert and the Chargers, like I said, with the Jaguars, you know they're just. They're, they barely escaped the Tennessee Titans in a must-win game because of the, they had someone had to fumble it and they had to run it back, right? Um, but, yeah, I just feel like the Chargers are going to win this one by more than one point. Um, Jacksonville had a great season, though. 
and they have a lot of stuff to build upon. Um, Chargers, they're a sleeper, I think, in the AFC. If they could actually get things going and and not have any late game collapses, they could actually, you know, make a run in the AFC. But I am expecting it to be, you know, between Kansas City, uh, Buffalo, and um, Cincinnati. But I, I'm still picking. I, I guess I still have the Bills um, coming out of the Super Bowl or coming out of the AFC. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, speaking of the Bills, the next game is so first game Sunday, at 10 a.m. is Dolphins at Bills. They split this series one and one. The last really good game, this is when Tua was saying, oh, it snows in Alabama and it snowed a bunch in Buffalo. Um, the Dolphins needed a win to make the playoffs. They barely got into the playoffs. They were losers of five straight until, you know, they played the Jets. They were down to a third-string quarterback because Teddy Bridgewater, the backup to Tua, was also injured. Um, I don't like that they won and made the playoffs because that's going to put a lot of pressure on the organization, the training staff, and it's going to put pressure on Tua to play, even though he's had three concussions this year. Um, so I don't even know if he's what his status is for the game, if he's going to play or what. Um, it seems like uh, Vegas is operating as if Tua's not going to play because the, the Bills are favored by 10.5. And, and that's a massive line. That's that's bigger than the 49ers at uh, at 10. But the for the Dolphins, like I, I don't like it because it's going to put yeah it puts pressure on on him to play and he might not be ready like physically, especially with the concussions. I was hoping they would miss the playoffs and they would just shut him down and then he comes back next year fully healthy. But now you're in a situation where like, well, do we run the risk of re-injuring him or I mean he's had three concussions like I, I, that just seems Seems like a bad decision is about to be made. Um, but for the Bills, you know, everything with DeMar Hamlin, the f- opening kickoff of their, their recent game against the Patriots, touchdown. Nadeem Hines has two kickoff returns for touchdowns, and it was amazing. They seem like they have a lot of a lot on their side right now, and, um, you know, they have something to play for. DeMar Hamlin seems to be in a better condition he's talking he's breathing he's communicating with people um he's still in the hospital to just you know get right like how he was before everything happened but that's uh that's great news so the bills are are playing you know with house money right now it seems like they seem destined to make it to the super bowl um but this one yeah the line is ten and a half i think because Tua might not be playing uh giants at vikings vikings are favored by three i don't I don't know. I don't really like this game. Um, it just like Minnesota barely won this one, twenty-seven, twenty-four. I guess I'll pick Minnesota to win again because they're at home. I don't. This one I feel like can go either way. I don't believe in Minnesota at all. The Giants. I'm kind of like okay. Like I don't know if I can. Like Daniel Jones has been good this year though. He has been good. I just don't know if I can fully trust him yet. Like I haven't seen enough. Like I haven't obviously haven't seen him in the playoffs. So I don't know if I can fully trust him, but. They've improved a lot. They can. And this could go there. They could beat the Vikings at home. I think because I just I don't believe in the Vikings at all. But I guess I'll go based on talent. And I'll just I'll pick the Vikings. Um, we'll see how Kirk Cousins does in in a in a big spot here. Uh, Ravens and Bengals. Bengals at home favored by six and a half points. Split the series one and one. They just beat them like yesterday. 
Um, I'm going to stick with the Bengals again. I don't know how Lamar ja- Lamar Jackson has been out. He's been injured. And um, the news is that he's supposed to be ready for the playoffs. Um, but I don't like that coming back from an injury. He missed like a month, right? Missing that much time. You're, you're probably not going to be up to game speed yet. Not going to be ready yet. I think he's going to be a little rusty, honestly. And I think the Bengals are going to win. Even if Lamar was healthy, I don't, I, I mean, the offense wasn't that great when he was starting and I, I don't, I just don't believe in them this year at all. Um, so I am picking the Bengals to win that one. And then the final game of wildcard weekend is the Cowboys at the Buccaneers. Cowboys are favored by three and I, I don't know because the Cowboys just had a terrible loss yesterday and like they lost the commanders. The commanders had nothing to play for and they lost, um, 26 to six and Dak Prescott, you know, I mentioned this last week was that Derek Carr got benched, right? Because he's throwing a lot of interceptions. Dak Prescott missed a whole month and he has similar, similar stats to Derek Carr and a lot of interceptions. The last four games, he has almost as many interceptions as he does touchdowns. Like, he just hasn't been good. Um, their defense hasn't been as good. Their defense was really good early on. Um, but they, they've they struggled a lot, right? And, um, you know, even with Tampa Bay losing this past game, I just, I don't know. I just think the Cowboys... Just the way that they perform in the playoffs, this seems like a, a a Dallas team that might lose to a team that's under 500. Like Brady's obviously not the same guy. This Buccaneers team is not good, um, but they're they're in the playoffs, right? And you can't count out a team that has Tom Brady. Um, I'm surprised that the Cowboys are are favored by three. Honestly, like they're the better team, they should win. But just the way that they've been playing over the last month, and then their 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 terrible loss yesterday, just I don't know, just didn't sit right with me because. You want to go into the playoffs, you know, playing really well, right? And the Cowboys did not look good. Um, that's why I'm saying the Dolphins are going to lose. Like, the Dolphins didn't look good. The Ravens didn't look good. You know, they they had already lost because they had a backup quarterback. Uh, the Chargers look good. The Jaguars look good. You know, there's there's certain teams that look good heading into the playoffs. Um, so that's why I just, yeah, I'm going to pick the Buccaneers over the Cowboys in that one. Um, but, yeah, these are my these are my four teams. I think it's like it's the Bills. They're one of the hottest teams in the NFL. Um, the Bengals are also there. The Chiefs, the 49ers, the Bills, winners of seven straight. Bengals, winners of eight straight. I mean, even the Jaguars, are, they're a hot team right now. They're playing really well right now. But I just don't think talent-wise, they're not going to match up with those other guys. And then the Chiefs, winners of five straight. But the 49ers are... You know, they're the ones with the hottest win streak right now. Ten straight wins for the 49ers. So you want to be in that position where you've won five-plus straight games to end the season so that you're, everything's clicking on all cylinders. You guys are like a well-oiled machine. Everything, you're, you just know what to do and when to do it. Um, and that's why I have the 49ers going. I would have I would have liked to seen see uh, Brock Purdy maybe lose just to – get that under his belt oh hey i lost like you know now i know what i need to work on to improve but i mean shit he still he still hasn't lost as a starter and you know jimmy g goes down 
Brock Purdy comes in. They're still winners of 10 straight, and they finish the season 13-4, and four, tied with the Vikings, but they secured the second spot. So, um, yeah, we had, they added an extra playoff team, so we have a whole wild card weekend. It's going to be very exciting. Um, yeah, I love it. I just I hate that they have the games on some games on Saturday because I work on Saturday and I'm just gonna miss some of the games. I just don't want to miss a 49ers one, but that's that's what's gonna happen. As far as the draft order goes, right now, uh, before the playoffs, it's Chicago Bears number one, Houston Texans number two, Arizona Cardinals number three, the Colts at number four, Seattle from the Denver Broncos. Probably the best trade in a while. Uh, number five, Detroit Lions. Number six from the Rams. Uh, number seven for the uh, the Raiders. Eight for the Falcons. Nine for the Panthers. Ten for the Eagles from the Saints. Titans at 11. And then Texans at the 12th. Jets 13. Patriots at 14. Packers at 15. Commanders 16. Steelers at 17. Lions 18, and then after that, everything's from the playoffs. Um, and then tonight we have the the college football championship between TCU and Georgia. Georgia's heavily favored. They had uh, their plus, or the uh, Horn Frogs are plus 350, so the underdogs there. Uh, they're giving Georgia 13 and a half, um, so they're expecting a blowout. Um, I don't know, I like TCU. Um, obviously, you know, Georgia's this juggernaut team, great defense. They have most of their people probably going to be in the NFL. Um, but you know, I'm going for the upset. The upset makes more money. Um, so for the betters out there, you might win more money that way. If you could parlay with, uh, with a wild card weekend, get some picks, right? You can get a pretty good return. Um, let's see. I have... Oh, I have a review. Once the movies Friday. No, I went Saturday. I had to go see that new movie, uh, Megan. It's about, you know, this girl, she loses her parents in an accident, and then her aunt takes her in. Her aunt works for a, a toy company, and she's creating, like, this AI robot doll thing who talks and has its own um, ideas and stuff. So naturally, you know, what happens is it starts killing people. Um you know, this movie has really good reviews, actually. It's, like, at a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it's not taking itself seriously, which is great. It's, like, it's a dark comedy. Um, it just, it's, like, making fun of all these, like, these doll trope movies and, like, these scary movies where they're just, like, fighting this doll. Uh, I really loved it. I really enjoyed it. It was so funny. Um, the theater is packed. Everyone in the theater was laughing at all certain spot, um, scenes. And I don't know why, but they made this doll like she looks like you know she's uh, she's a like a thirty five year old mom who you know she's got to go to get her Starbucks and she's got to take her Pilates class like her little outfits that she has like she looks great she, she even has like little sunglasses and stuff and I don't know why a doll needs makeup but like they put makeup on this doll that starts killing people um, but yeah it was really funny if you just like. Um, if you just like a dumb movie that's um, that's funny, entertaining, it's um, it's very enjoyable, and I'm really surprised at the Rotten Tomatoes score. But um, yeah, I I'm going to the movies now a lot, which is great. Now that um, 
now that theaters are open and you know COVID's winding down in certain spots, um, I am seeing a lot of people returning to the theaters. So uh, that's always a good sight to see. Uh, but that's all we have for today. Mostly uh, just NFL topics um, as we get ready for uh, the NFL Wild Card Weekend. Um, so have a good rest of your week. Enjoy the sports. We'll discuss some NBA next week. Uh, Kevin Durant is out right now with an MCL sprain, so we'll discuss that. Um, some of the other standings and hopefully the return of uh, Steph Curry here soon. And uh, yeah, so have a good rest of your week. Thank you very much.